You're listening to an encore presentation of We the People. You can hear this show live every Friday night from 7 until 8 p.m. Your source for locally how you can get involved to make a difference. Tune in. Thanks for listening. Get out there and make a difference. San Marcos, Texas, Hayes County, and the rest of the world. This is your connection every Friday night called We the People for how you can get involved locally to make a difference here on KZSM.org, True Community Radio here in San Marcos, Texas. Coming to you tonight, I've got Noah and Annie Brock are going to be talking to us again about the smart terminal it's not done with folks they are going to be giving us some updates and we'll be talking with them here in just a minute the second half of our show tonight stay tuned we are going to be talking about school bonds school bond elections and all that is on the ballot that you are going to need to vote in yes an election yes school may 5th okay so uh, make sure that you remember to vote going to be right back with you here in a second but please remember this is a political commentary show the views expressed on this show are those of the host the guests and not necessarily those of kzsm smtx cra or anyone else for that matter we'll be right back with you This is April 28th, 2023. We are here with you in the studio. And uh, I have got Noah and Annie Brock are here with me. And uh, say hello, folks. Let me get make sure I got those mics going. Hey. There hello. we go. Yeah, there we go. I just want to make sure I had you guys up and going. <laughs> now, here's the backstory: is that this is rare for me to have someone on the show Three times within two month period here. Okay, they uh, we have had uh, uh, as guests here on the seventeenth of March, on the thirty first of March, and now here we are on the twenty eighth of April, and these is about a couple. Now down here, just south of town, Martindale, Reedville, you know the Caldwell County area out in the country. They work here in San Marcos. They purchased a property out there. And all of a sudden, they go out and they find out that there is 800 acres right across from them that is to be zoned heavy commercial. All right. So they said, we know we're not going to stop this, but we're going to fight it. And they have been fighting. Yes, they have. And uh, 
Noah, Annie, whoever wants to start, why don't you bring us up to speed on, you know, for all of our listeners here, with where we are at right now with this uh, project and with the annexation from the city of San Marcos. So on April 18th, almost two weeks ago, that was the last city council meeting. We had, I actually don't even know how many people we had out there, but the part to talk about this development, the smart terminal, took roughly five hours. We had that many people speaking completely against the project. And at that meeting... Um, so how, how long did they let you speak for? So they had, uh, there's a public comment section that's mm-hmm. three minutes that you can speak at, but there was also two public hearings, one for annexation and one for zoning. And so you can speak at each one of those. So each one of us could speak for nine minutes total, which is why that meeting took as long as it did. Well, you could speak now, you could speak at the beginning, but you couldn't speak if that was on the agenda. So you only really, you had the two times, but you could have other people speak that couldn't speak at the other times. We actually learned that that's not actually true. Ah. Um, If you speak during public comment, they used to say that you couldn't speak about that same topic again during a hearing. Right. What is actually true is they ask that you do not repeat yourself twice. Ah. And so it's more of um, a thing to just not waste time, essentially. But you can speak about the same thing. We obviously weren't repeating ourselves. We had different things Multiple to say things, each time. Sure. Okay, that, I, I love the strategies. And, and, uh, and it, it, it worked. We were able to get a lot of information across to city council, and they did vote, uh, what is it, four to three to pass annexation. But then we were able to convince them to delay the first reading or that vote that they were doing on zoning until july 3rd we were asking for 90 days i think that was 76 days there was a lot of confusion going on um that passed four to three that vote to postpone so it was very close so we had one of the who was the who was the swing vote there um i think it was jude just kind of curious yeah he kind of I mean, he caught me off guard, but yeah. yeah, it was Jude was that last one that voted to delay. Okay, so we've voted to delay the zoning. Okay, so to take that uh, area and to zone it for heavy industrial. All right. Now, the other part of this, though, is the annexation, right? Right. And what happened there? So since they did vote to pass annexation, that's the first reading, there's a second reading where it goes on to consent agenda where they can just pass it in one right. motion and there's no hearing or anything like that. But Unless someone pulls it from the consent agenda. Correct, right. yes. But that was supposed to happen May 2nd, this coming Tuesday. It's not on the agenda anymore. Okay. And we found this out 
yesterday. Right. It was last night. So because I had a whole bunch of people said we are watching what is, you know, as soon as this comes out for the agenda and they were going to be watching that. And so everyone's pouring over the agenda on a Thursday night uh, when it is released because you've got to have that so many days before the meeting. And usually that is discussed on Friday. They go over that with the city council. Uh, so they have, if there's any questions of staff or anything else, that they have that ready to go for Tuesday. So you do not wait till Tuesday, folks. You start looking on Thursday night to find out what is going on. So I'm sorry. Go ahead, Noah. <laughs> <laughs> so... We, we were doing the same thing. So we're, we're waiting for this agenda. We had reached out to city staff to get, you know, an updated timeline of this because it's like this domino effect. When you push that zoning hearing or the vote, at least, it changes the, the course of everything. And they haven't given us a timeline. They did tell us that, oh, the agenda is going to be posted soon and they would update us again. And they did. But they've added an item, and it's to discuss the development agreement for this whole development, which is what we've been asking for since the beginning. So there's also a smart terminal executive session item, (laughs) which is included in the work session as well as the city council meeting. So the work session starts at 3 p.m., which is most likely when they will do that executive session because there's not that much on that agenda. But it's interesting because in executive session, that's when you have to talk about any uh, development agreements that you have uh, where you have any of the, you know, what deals are you giving to the developer? Those are the things that you cannot speak out in, you know, that's... Baltimore, that name shall not be spoken, (laughs) you know, but you can't, you have to do, there's certain things in executive sessions. One of them is anything talking about any money that you're going to be giving out to anybody as far as any incentives for them to to do business in your town. The second is anything about um, any personnel matters. You can't talk about those, you know, if somebody is, you know, we want to admonish anybody, something like that. You can't speak about that. That's the that's stuff that's for executive session. So if they're going back over and talking about that agreement, there's something hidden in there that's changed. Right. There, and I believe the exact wording in that is to uh, consult with legal about <laughs> the ability to change certain things. Mm. And so... It makes sense. It's yeah. an agreement. It's legal issues. Um, yeah, legal issues, contract, those kind of things. That's why, yeah, and I get that. If they want to try to change something and go back and see what they could do, I guess. So then they'll come back out, speak about it in the open. They will speak the name of Voldemort. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we all will hopefully not die. Um, but it is, then you get to find out which way they're going. Now, that is discussion, but nothing is going to be decided or voted on at that point. Well, the item that they've added is a non-consent item for discussion of uh, amending the development agreement. And at 
our request, we we've gave them a whole list of things that we wanted to see in this as the community. What and, are some of the things on that request? Uh, larger buffers for areas around residential and uh, environmentally sensitive areas, uh, removing a lot of things from their allowed land use list. Um, Annie can probably name yeah, a couple I, others. I just <laughs> pulled up the list. So um, some of them are removing items from the allowed uses and moving them into the prohibited uses, and those include... Um, Uses such as like biomedical facilities, plastic products, molding and reshaping, battery manufacturing, um, things like that. Some other things we're asking um, are to match for the total suspended solids collection. The San Marcos River Protection Zone actually is directly adjacent to part of this property and it requires an 80% collection of total suspended solids. And so we're asking them to match that. And right now, currently, they it's kind of interesting because originally they were only going to do 70%. But then just before the council meeting a couple weeks ago, they made a minor amendment and we don't actually know if it's official um, just because there was like a, an, you know, an asterisk on there. <laughs> um, but it said that they were willing to modify that to, to 75%, you know, but we're just like, well, just do 80. It's And that's maybe something that they have to renegotiate. That may have to mm-hmm. be back right. in there. And that's part of what they've got to check with. Okay. Yeah, and others are um well and we we gave them it's a I think a 12 point list mm-hmm. and it's organized by priority. And we did all of this work to get it to them and they've now include they've built a presentation that includes it. So everybody will see it. It's not just hidden in this agenda packet. And there's some other really important ones on there, but we had to think about, like, what was the most um, affecting people in the area would be, like, those land uses and that, the buffers and then water quality. And noise. And noise. All these nuisance things that you'd get with heavy industrial next to residential or even just natural environmental areas. (laughs) So, okay, well, let's take a quick station ID break here. I just, I wanted to, to, to give a, uh, the, the list so folks could have an idea of some of the things that you were pushing them to add in here, okay? And that was the whole, the cycle here is that, no, you're not trying to stop this. You're not, you, you know that you're just not going to be able to get in the way of the bulldozers on this. Mm-hmm. But to try to get the best agreement that you can. And that's what we're talking about is how you can get involved here to make that difference. Be right back with you. This is KZSM. This is the 28th of April, 2023. This is Rob Burke, your host. And we're here on We the People. This is political commentary show. The views expressed on the show are those of the hosts, the guests, and not necessarily those of KZSM or SMTX CRA. We'll be right back with you. Hello there. I'm Salwa Khan, producer and host of Mothering Earth, which is now on KZSM at 11 a.m. on the second and fourth Tuesday of every month. You'll hear about a project to bring green alleys to San Marcos. 
Find out what they are and how they filter stormwater while being pleasant, welcoming spaces. Mothering Earth is your source for sustainable living news on your true community radio station, KZSM. Frank Zappa said, so many books, so little time. Quiet, Groucho Marx observed, outside of a dog, a book is a man's best friend. Inside of a dog, it's too dark to read. <laughs> Quiet! To find out what others think about books, join Priscilla Lancelina on Tuesdays at 4pm on kzsm.org when she hosts Bookmarked, a program for real book people. <laughs> Quiet, damn dog! Welcome, San Marcos, Texas, and KZSM listeners all over the world. This is the Metal Mark Live Show. Every Thursday night from 10 p.m. to midnight, the godson of heavy metals, Brini, the old school and the new metal, back to the world of radio. So get involved with San Marcos Community Radio. Help us out with some donations. Keep the lights on. And tell a friend. KZSM. Yes, Metal Mark, and uh, it is true. If you are listening, please uh, donate. We need that to keep the lights on. This is we are a 501c3. We are all donations, and we are here. We are your radio station, you know, here in the community. Uh, that's why you guys are welcome anytime to come back and, and to come in and keep us updated because this is what we are here for, is to talk about how we can empower those in the community to make a difference. And we were talking off mic here. I said, you know, one of the things we're going to talk about is, you know, what did you learn? And I, I was, last night I made a post. Uh, I'd read something about chaos theory, and it got me going. You know, it was one of those late nights. And chaos theory is, if you remember back to Jurassic Park, talked about the butterfly wings, okay? that, And this goes back to a paper in 1971 that a butterfly, if a butterfly uh, um, flaps its wings in the Amazon jungle, can it cause a tornado in Texas? And chaos theory says that, yes, just one little change to a system, and you can make a difference. You don't know what that difference is going to be, all right? You cannot predict it, but you can make a difference. And, no, what were we talking about here that you guys said, well, wait a minute, we can't change San Marcos City Council, maybe, but we can go back to the Martindale City Council, right? Yeah, and actually we weren't even really that involved with Martindale City Council, but some of our neighbors and people that we've been working with on all of this said, oh, they've actually drafted a, um, a letter and a resolution to officially oppose this smart terminal development. So we both went to that meeting and we sat in there completely different kind of feel than going to the city of San Marcos. And they listened to us and they took our input and they um, actually made amendments to their letter based on the information that we were able to give to them about like uh, distance of buffers and how that would interact with the city of Martindale. And it really felt like we had that change happening because they just immediately 
took action based off of our input. So the difference night and day between these, and that letter then got read as part of this marathon, this five-hour session uh, here on the uh, uh, when was on the thirteenth. Well, I don't. I think that actually happened after. Oh, did it happen? Okay, so, so that that could come up at this. Oh, so meeting that on one Tuesday. will come up on this meeting. <laughs> oh, okay. So they drafted that. They sent that, and that went to the city of San Marcos. And now they've got this uh, resolution from the city of Martindale asking them to adopt your issue. You know, your twelve points. Correct. Well, it was more of a statement of officially opposing the heavy industrial zoning and that anywhere that it would be touching Martindale's ETJ, which is a few spots, they would require a 300-foot buffer. Mm. And this is one municipality against another, so they have to agree to things like that. But it was more of a statement of opposition and it's an entire city that is opposing another city's action a much smaller city mind (laughs) you you know it's the bedroom community down in caldwell county versus up here in hayes county with you know big old san marcos but it is an interesting push and the dynamics between them and uh this is all stuff that you and your neighbors have basically steam you know spearheaded uh just in the last two months right yeah Yeah. i mean i would even say you know we got that zoning notice back on january 30th and i would have never even imagined that we would have gotten this far you know just even having a presentation of our asks in the city council meeting of san marcos tomorrow like on Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> On Tuesday. I'm like jumping oh, yeah. ahead of time. But um, yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty incredible. You know, we're seeing our, you know, we're seeing an impact just based off of us showing up. Well, what do you need from people on this next Tuesday? I think we need just as many people that came to the 18th meeting, the February or the April 18th meeting. And there's not as many opportunities to talk, but this is the meeting now where they're going to discuss this development agreement that we want amended. So this is where all of our asks could get implemented. I don't know if they're going to dive deep into this. They may end up deciding that they need to have another meeting, but it, we can't stop. It's still time <laughs> that it is that you have at the beginning of the meeting that you can come in and have your three-minute citizen comment. Right. And you can send those in early on. You can schedule. Make sure you do schedule if you need to. Make sure you schedule by 12 of the day or, you know, if you're going to be in person or to send those in. Uh, but... You know, if nothing else, just say, hey, I'm in support of or I'm in opposition or whatever it may be. I mean, you know, wherever it may be here. But definitely look for Noah and Annie and shake a hand and say hi. And, you know, how can I help? 
Okay. And how can people get in touch with you, Annie? Yeah, so we have an email address. Um, I'm going to say it right now. It's uh, <laughs> smartterminalcommunityinfo at gmail.com. I'm going to say it one more time for Please y'all. Do. It's smartterminalcommunityinfo at gmail.com. And that's something that we all kind of, you know, our small core group kind of collectively manages but we send updates you know we've been getting input from community members so you know send us an email let us know what you think give us some feedback and ask questions we're happy to share all the information that we have with you yeah and we can help you navigate the city's system if you need advice on what do i say when i get up there like we were in the same boat Back in early February, we didn't know what we were doing. So we now do, (laughs) and we can help you figure that out. Well, one of the things that we talked about at the last break, I had said, what have you learned? And that was where you both kind of stepped back a minute and thought about this. It's like, you know, I know you're down in the trenches. You're just moving forward. But just from the outside, seeing these snippets of progress and hearing about this from all of the folks in town, I know that you have learned a lot. But what what are the key things that I know you talked about navigating the this, this city system? Mm-hmm. And I think that is truly important. But what are some of the things that people can learn from getting involved like this? Well, you ultimately learn that your voice does count for something. And... We didn't feel like we had that in the beginning, but it does, and people do listen. And it's important to actually have a voice, especially in these local types of situations, because you're going to see the direct effect of it in your uh, community and your environment around you. And it's it's really important because even though we're we live technically outside of the city. We still work in the city. We still experience like everything that the city has to offer. So even us who technically don't vote for city council or officials in the city limits, our voice is still counting. So your voice can still count too. <laughs> now, how about you, Eddie? What's some of the things that you think you've, you could pass along to others that you've learned? Um, I mean, I would say maybe how important it is to be involved. And something else I've realized, too, is when you are involved, you get to meet your community members. And, I mean, we have new friends now, and there's uh, a couple people specifically have said, you know, we wouldn't have you know, really gotten involved with this if, if you did, weren't here, if we didn't meet you and get to know you. And right. so, I mean, even just your presence and getting to know people can really, you know, spread the passion with others and kind of light fires in them as well, you know, to kind of bring the community together. Well, 
let's uh we're coming up on the 7 30 time and i do want to let you and it's cleared up now they came in early right before the rain uh, <laughs> and the hail and so i i don't have to doesn't look like i'm going to have to put out any more weather advisories folks but just keep an eye on on it tonight we'll keep you posted here on kcsm but annie and noah i really appreciate you all coming back keeping our folks updated keeping uh just getting people fired up about this and fighting the fight i think that's the the important thing for people to realize that you can make that difference and i appreciate all that y'all are doing and so one last time did you want to give everybody the email to contact you or did you already yeah it's a smart terminal community info at gmail.com I always like to repeat it three times for folks. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you very much, Annie and Noah. And uh, keep us posted. And, folks, uh, this is this Tuesday night. San Marcos City Council starts at uh, 6 o'clock. And uh, you need to sign up for if you are going to speak uh, for your three minutes at the beginning. And if nothing else, even if you don't want to speak, come on down ahead of time. Get down there about 530 or so. And meet everybody and say, hey, thank you or however, whatever you want to say. But come on down and talk to these people that are getting involved and learn more about the issues and about how you can help. It's KCSM. This is We the People. Rob Rourke with you. And uh, no, Annie, thanks for coming in. And uh, you all have a beautiful weekend. Yeah, we're going to be right back with you after uh, station break. Hello there, I'm Salwa Khan, producer and host of Mothering Earth, which is now on KZSM at 11 a.m. on the second and fourth Tuesday of every month. You'll hear about a project to bring green alleys to San Marcos. Find out what they are and how they filter stormwater while being pleasant, welcoming spaces. Mothering Earth is your source for sustainable living news on your true community radio station, KZSM. You're listening to the Porch Radio Hour on kzsm.org, community-supported public radio. Heard every Wednesday night on kzsm.org from 7 to 9 p.m. It's almost Monday night, y'all. You know what that means? That means Vinyl Confessions, live here on KZSM, hosted by none other than The Wiz, who says he's calling all brothers and sisters and children of the night to join us on the random journey of life. Playing anything vinyl, one never knows what they're going to hear. You know where I'll be Monday night? I will be howling at the moon, listening to those cracks, hisses, and pops, along with those Kellogg's boys. Vinyl Confessions, only here on KZSM, San Marcos True Community Radio, the little station heard around the world. Hi, this is Steve Chelmsford reminding everyone to catch my show, The Mop Tops and the King, featuring an hour of the greatest two artists in the history of rock and roll, Elvis and the Beatles, every Monday evening at 9 p.m. right here on KZSM, San Marcos Community Radio.
what do you plan on doing this Friday night? Yeah, me either. How about we spend it together? Fridays, 8 to 10, here on KZSM.org. I'll help you relax and let go of the week and and play you some music, introduce you to some people, uh, new friends, right here at KZSM.org, San Marcos, Texas. And we're back with you here in the studio, KZSM, and uh, checking... Seeing if it's my mic going out or let me know. I know I had someone say it was uh, sound was popping in and out there. Um, so the other thing we want to talk about tonight. Let me let me pull a couple things up. Get my guest out the door here. You got Rob Bork with you, KCSM, uh, Sam Marcus, Texas, uh, here with you, um, and. Do want to thank everybody uh, that came out. Uh, busy weekend last week. We had the Just for Fun parade. A lot of folks were able to get out to that. Um, I was not able to go to the parade this last week. We will be out there for next year. We'll make sure that we've got a KCSM crew. Coming up, though, uh, on Saturday, May 6th, we are going to be uh, at Bobcat Stadium. Starting early, you can get on over there, and it's called the Texas Two-Step. And it is for the American Lung Association, and they are having an event where you run up and down the stairs there at the uh, Bobcat Stadium. We're going to be out there announcing. We're going to be out there uh, promoting. We're going to have Carol had uh, just sent me. uh, She's got uh, an artist, indie artist from Austin that is going to be singing the national anthem. So lots of things coming up. Uh, So please uh, make plans to come out out next Saturday, not tomorrow, but on the 6th of May, starting early at 8 o'clock, and it's going to be pretty much done by noon. So it's on Saturday morning, Bobcat Stadium. Come out there and support. We're going to be having a lot of people that uh, are going to be pushing themselves and uh, to be part of this. So uh, great opportunity. Come on out. And let's get into the other thing that is coming up here for everybody is the San Marcos School Bonds. Now, what's interesting to me is, you know, I was having a little discussion here earlier. And if you go and you type in to Google San Marcos CISD bond elections, all right, the top results, San Marcos Consolidated ISD bond 2023 in elections home. Then you've got the elections, elections documents. Then you've got the bond 2023 elections, voting dates, and locations. Bond propositions. This is all San Marcos Consolidated ISD. Now we're down and down to about 8, 9, 10. The top 10 they come up are all stuff from the San Marcos CISD. Now, they're supposed to be totally even-handed about this, they cannot, by the law, by state law, they cannot say one way or the other on a school bond. Yeah, it doesn't quite work that way. All right, because what happens is that they do tend to, they're only going to tell you one side of the story. They're not going to tell you, well, here's the downside of the bonds. Well, this is what a bond does. 
okay. Well, we're not telling you anything false, but they don't tell you the downside. So what we're talking about here, and just in a bigger sense, and then I'm going to go into the details, is that you have a bond for, let's just say, $50 million that is over 30 years. Now, what happens is that you pay the interest on that money each year. People go and they get these bonds for long-term investments. And they look for these school districts to pay that interest on a regular basis. So they will go and buy this bond. A lot of uh, corporate, uh, you know, your you know, your, your, um, your funds, your uh, retirement funds, those kind of things, okay? They will go and they will buy because they like school districts. You know, you're not going to go away. You're not going to go out of business. Governments and school districts, now, they do not pay a lot of interest because they are fairly safe. But with government bonds and with inflation right now, we are paying more in interest than we have in the past. So what's that interest rate going to be? They can't tell you. They won't tell you until they actually go and put it out there for bid for what that is going to be. Now, you could ask, well, what's the average rate out there right now? No one's going to tell you unless you ask that, and you've got to dig around. But that rate is what you are paying. And you will pay that for 30 years. And then when that 30 years is done, you then have to pay that $50 million at that point in time. So Texas has, especially in central Texas, along the I-35 corridor between Austin and San Antonio, some of the highest indebted school districts in the nation. All right? I can, I can go back and I can tell you this. I'm not pulling this one out of Fox News, folks. All right? And it, a lot of this data is hidden away. There's a reason it's hidden away. There is a lobbying group that is the uh, School Board Association of Texas. And it is all of, it is there to promote for school boards and for uh, the school districts. And they are political. They are independent. They lobby for school bonds. And they will pay to promote the school bonds. And they will pay to knock down anyone that is challenging these school bonds. Now, why would somebody want to challenge the school bonds? It's good. It's for the kids. Well, if you are indebting for certain things, there's certain stuff you do not want to see in bonds, folks. It is crazy the things that I have seen in the name of safety for our kids. And a lot of this has to do with software that and computer systems that by the time they are implemented are outdated. Okay, in the private sector, 
you have computers and computer systems. It is on a five-year depreciation. There is no business that would take computers and computer systems and put them in a 30-year bond. Okay, that is for buildings. It is to build, to build new schools, to expand. So that is the purpose of school bonds. So we're going to talk about this a little bit, about some of the things and how they do this. Generally, especially right now, when people just got their tax bills. Now, if you live in the city of San Marcos, 70% of the city of San Marcos is rental. No, you do not get a tax bill. Yeah, your landlord does. You want to know why your rent's going up? Because the property values have gone up. Oh, property values going up, but the tax rate's not going up. They're not going to put up the tax rate, no. But they're not going to stop the property values from going up. So, property values have gone up. The only way you make your money is if you sell. You sell, somebody buys that property, then they can take and they can either uh, rent it out as long as there's demand. And, uh, you know, as long as that demand is there going up. Uh, but you've got to pay more taxes unless you go and you fight your property tax bill. So right now, up until uh, we talked about this last week when we had our uh, Stephanie Reyes, our city manager, was here on the show. She talked about the budget process. She talked about that they cannot get anything until that June time frame once everyone is done protesting their taxes and they can lock in what those taxes are going to be for the year. So that's when they know how much money they're going to have to work with. Same is true, is true for the school districts. So here we've got a bond election that is in May. You've got two elections in, in uh, Texas. It's either the November elections or the May elections. And generally, cities are in May, but they can choose to have them in the fall, which the city of San Marcos about 15 years ago decided that they were going to move their elections so that they would have more participation into the fall, uh, into the November election cycle. Now, we can't go back. Uh, once you go forward, you can't go back. And what that means is that you have more students, you have more people that are involved in a city election that may not really know anything about the city. They're in there to vote Republican or Democrat, or they're there to vote Trump or vote Biden or something else. And they're just they're not going to be really watching what's going on. But in the May election, that is when it is a very low turnout. All right. In a presidential election, uh, you're lucky if you get on a real good year, 65 percent of the voters coming out that are registered. Generally, in a May election, we will have 15 percent of the registered voters will come out and will decide the school board members, and decide bond issues. Now, there's one other issue we're going to get into here in just a minute, but we're going to come back and talk about that. And we're going to read you those bond issues when we come back. 
But I want you all to realize how important this is. We're going to come back, give you some dates. Don't go away. KZSM.org, True Community Radio. Sam Marcus, Texas. you got Rob Rourke here with you on We the People on the 28th of April, uh, 2023. And we'll be right back with you. What's the deal, man? It's your boy, Lil Mike. Austin's favorite MC. You're now tuned in to my boy, Joe G, on the Kickback Show. Make sure you turn it up 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. We're going to do some throwbacks. Let's go, Joe. Do you love listening to great music? Are you interested in topics that can blow your mind? Do you like having a good time when listening to the radio? If so, then listen to Into the Gray, Friday mornings, 10 till noon. Into the Gray is a public interest radio program we can all enjoy. That's Into the Gray, Friday mornings, 10 a.m. until noon on KZSM.org in San Marcos, Texas. Every Sunday afternoon from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. here on KZSM.org, Roots and Branches takes you down the highways, byways, side streets and back alleys of music. Join me, Tony Wilson, your hosting guide on this weekly journey through the wonderful world of music from Texas and beyond. All you have to do is log on and listen. It's just that easy. The Price Center and Garden is delighted to be hosting San Marcos' fifth annual All Women's Art Show, honoring International Women's Day. See me changing perceptions features 88 beautiful, thought-provoking, and inspired works of art by 88 different area women. Through a wide range of subjects, media, and traditional and alternative creative techniques, the show provides voice to their unique and engaging perspectives. This year, in celebration of our fifth anniversary, the experience is being expanded to include several additional gatherings and sharing and growing opportunities throughout the duration of the show. All events are free and open to all. We encourage you to visit our website, price-center.org, to get more information and or to register for individual sessions. The Price Center is located at 222 West San Antonio Street in San Marcos, Texas. See you there. Hey, make plans to go by the Price Center. Come on downtown uh, this uh, Saturday, tomorrow, and uh, enjoy a beautiful downtown. I went by there last week. And I talked a little bit about that. It was beautiful art, and it's just good to go in. Plus, check out the uh, 1893 gift shop that is there as well. KCSM.org. This is We the People. Rob Burke here with you. And we are talking about the – it is the May 6th election. I think I said May 5th. I apologize there. So the early voting for the May 6th election will take place between April 24th, which is going on now, and May 2nd. Okay, and then uh, we'll have the election day will be next Saturday. And if you need uh, places to, to vote uh, for early voting, go to the uh, – this is one thing that I will say, go to the uh, San Marcos CIS excuse me, SMCISD uh, uh, page for the uh, uh, voting dates, locations, and where to vote. Um, there are uh, a couple different ones. 
Uh, let's see here that we've got uh, for early voting and election day. Um, Hayes County Government Center, you can always go there. But then also uh, for Caldwell County, let's see if they list where you can go. So Guadalupe County, you can go to early voting. Um, and we do have a lot of folks that uh, live down in Guadalupe County and the Redwood uh, districts. Um, they do have early voting. Um, uh, oh, St. Joseph's Mission and the Guadalupe County Elections Office. Uh, 5093 Redwood uh, Road is the St. Joseph's Mission, and you can vote early and on Election Day if you're in Guadalupe County. And for those in Caldwell County, Early voting is going to be at the Three Rivers Community Church, uh, 103 Main Street, Martindale, Texas, and then also at the Scott Annex Building in Caldwell County uh, is the main early voting site there as well. So let's talk about what is it that is on the bond propositions and what you're going to be voting on here. All right, so... um, Let's see if it'll pull it up for me without any problems. There we go. Oh, yeah, they've got the proposition. Um, okay, so uh, proposition B is the one that they've got, and that one is uh, will the... Uh, shall the Board of Trustees of San Marcos CISD Independent School District be authorized to issue and sell at any price or prices, right, the bonds of the district in the principal amount not to exceed $147,724,645, actually, uh, for the construction, renovation, acquisition, and equipment of school buildings in the district, the purchase of the necessary sites for the school buildings, and the purchase of new school buses, which bonds may be issued in various issues or series, shall mature serially or otherwise not more than 40 years from their date. So they are including school buses in here, folks. And shall bear interest at such rate or rates, fixed, floating, variable, or otherwise, not to exceed the maximum rate now or hereafter authorized by law, as shall be determined by the Board of Trustees of the District. Uh, Yada, yada, yada. Okay, Proposition C. Shall the Board of Trustees of San Marcos Consolidated Independent School District be authorized to issue and sell at any price or price is the bonds uh, not to exceed $984,000, just shy of $1 million, for the construction, renovation, and equipment of San Marcos High School Stadium? which bonds may be issued in various issues or series. And this has to do with the uh, putting in new um, sod, new uh, grass that we just had this not too many years ago, 2017, folks. Um, And uh, let's see here. And Proposition D has to do with $17 million for the construction, renovation, and equipment of a nanatorium, that is a swim center, 
which bonds may be issued. And keep in mind, we do have a very nice uh, pool just down the street here in the city of San Marcos that is available. Uh, but uh, the school district wants us to create one for them out there at the tune of $17 million. So that is Proposition C. All right. Now, there is one other one that I'm trying to find here. And I'm sorry, I was... Uh, the rain kind of got us a little bit. There is one other thing that we are going to be having that we've got to vote on, and that has to do with whether or not to authorize, and that's that Proposition A, and I'm looking for that somewhere here, and that is whether or not you, um, let's see, bond overview, uh, Okay, here's the other one that I wanted to get into, the Chapter 49 election, the recapture of the Robin Hood law. This is Proposition A. You're also going to be asked to consider authorizing the SMCISD Board of Trustees to purchase attendance credits from the state with local tax revenue. Voters are being asked to consider this item as SMCISD's property values have reached a point where the district has entered into recapture. This is what's called Robin Hood. State law requires an attendance credit election, also known as a Chapter 49 election, for voters to approve the process by which the school district makes these mandatory recapture payments if such an election was not held previously. If passed, the school district would make its mandatory recapture payments to the state. If the measure fails, the school district would be subjected to a detachment of territory, which means the state will detach a portion of the school district's total property value. If the measure fails, SMCISD could need to raise the interest and sinking IS tax rate to pay existing debt with a smaller tax base after some territory is detached. Now, I talked to someone and they were worried about this. Uh, you know, what do we do? You're caught between a rock and a hard place because either we, if we vote for this, then we have to start paying back to the state. And this is the Robin Hood law, and that's a state law. We can't get around this. But there is a problem here. You know, if we go and we say, nope, we don't want this to pass, then what's going to happen is we are going to have some of that property taken away from us so that we're not making as much money. Well, what's the problem here? Is it that the state is setting the bar too low? Or our school district is not spending the money properly? I don't know. My take on this one is I will probably vote no. Most are going to vote yes. But we need to hold our school district accountable. This isn't accidental, folks. Okay? There's property out there. What is it? You know, why, why are we not able to make ends meet? Why are we buying buses on a bond? Remember I talked about that. 40 years. Do you think these buses are going to last for 40 years? Why? This is where we're hiding these things. Where is the money going? 
Why is it not going to teachers' salaries? We're asking for millions of dollars for the stadium that we authorized not too many years ago. And then they forgot to put the money for the Jumbotron in there, so they had to go out and take that out of the school budget. Oh, well, we're going to get people to help pay for it and underwrite this. Yeah, right. Didn't happen. Nobody held them accountable for it. Folks, we talked about going down to city council. We talked about people that aren't even in San Marcos going down to city council. We've got people that do not even go down to the school board. Listen, it's hard to go to the school board, city council, and county and keep an eye on all these things. That's why there are advocates to go out there. But you can ask. There are three people that are running. Philip Muzzy has been on this show. He's talked about uh, how he feels on things. There's two others that are running. Ask those questions. You still have time before you go and vote. You don't have to vote early. It helps. But you do have to vote on Saturday, May 6th. Get out there. Ask how they feel about these bonds. And ask about what they are going to do so that we are not having to vote on this Robin Hood amendment. KZSM. San Marcos, Texas. This is Rob Burke, your host. We'll be back with you next week. Uh, no, I don't know who the guests are going to be next week, but we will be here, uh, and we'll probably talk a little bit more about these school bonds uh, before next Saturday's election. But uh, thank you, everyone, that is tuned in and is listening. And Friday Night with Care is coming up next. We're going to do an encore of last week's show. And, uh, y'all, we are going to be having uh, the Blitz on tomorrow morning, uh, Celtic Corner uh, as well. And uh, coming in live over the weekend as well, we've got on Sunday, we've got the Veterans Hour. I'm going to be back with you with Revolving Door on Sunday afternoon and Riasis on Saturday on Sunday evening. And so just stay tuned. KZSM, thanks for all of the community support.